This is P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. We are back yet again to talk about all of the pop culture goings on yes. in the world. So much stuff. I know. We're doing such good work. I feel like we're really accomplishing something, just giving these tidbits to the masses and infiltrating lives where everyone's just like, oh, I never cared about pop culture. And then we're like, here, manna from heaven. Someone this weekend I was talking to about my podcast and he was like, okay, so like, what's the, like, what's the difference between like your podcast and other pop culture podcasts? <laughs> and I was like, um, um, uh, well, uh, uh. The key really is that we're funny, uh, which other people are, but like we're also funny and like we're different people than them. So exactly. So that's it. Yeah. It was like, like... oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, what do you want? Some kind of weird gimmick? Yeah. You should have crowdsourced been like, what would get you to listen? You know, like, what are you looking for? Some sort of expert in the field. We're that. You're welcome. Yeah. You can Mm -hmm. find that at PS You're Wrong. (laughs) Yes, we have a we bring you all of the Taylor Swift leaning news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think one of your Swifties might have uh Swift Dishies. Is that what your <laughs> other podcast fans are called? Yeah. Might have wandered over and left us a review, which is really nice. Oh. A Mallory95 says this podcast is great. This podcast is so great. Shelby and Matt have great taste in shows and movies. And I love hearing Shelby talk about Taylor Swift even more. So, <laughs> well, we can't they prove. want more of the yeah. Swift drama. <laughs> yeah. Well, for anyone who wants more, you can find my other podcast at Swiftish. Um, but no, I, uh, I appreciate anyone who leaves a review. I think, I think, you know, obviously this one is very generous to me, but. I'm sure you appreciated that they came over and left a review too, right, Matt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, maybe if you are a fan who wants to counteract that and say <laughs> nice things about me in the review and not as much about Shelby, that would also yeah. be appreciated. <laughs> maybe someone who hates The Office, if Ooh. they could get on yeah. board. And- yeah, let's find someone who hates The Office. <laughs> it's impossible. You haven't even watched <laughs> The Office, so one day I've we'll get you. Episodes. One day. <laughs> Anyways, if you are a cool fan, you can leave us a review, which would be great. You can also follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong on Instagram, on Twitter. You can email at us at PSURong at gmail.com. We will read your email on the air, provided it is not super <laughs> lengthy. Yeah. Am I missing anything? Should mm. we get into all of the pop culture happening? Yeah, let's get into it. Tell me something I don't know. Uh, oh, there's so many like weird <laughs> good stories this week. Yeah. Uh, let me start with our old friend, Will Smith. Oh. Did you see, did you watch the video that Will Smith posted in honor of Jaden's 21st birthday? No. Oh, well, let me tell you, it is a true treasure. You should all go check it out. Will Smith uh, and his weird YouTube channel, which we discussed at length in our Will Smith episode. <laughs> he posts this video in honor of his son, Jaden, who's turning 21. Jaden is like super weird. And they're, the whole family relationship is very strange. Mm-hmm. But in this video, Will decides to bless Jaden and also us with the story of how Jaden was conceived <laughs> by telling about how him and his mom were at this like villa in Mexico <laughs> and got super drunk and things were getting real, you know, hot and heavy. And that's how he came about. And Jaden 
Biden's friends are also there. It's just a very <laughs> like strange dynamic. And then to have this posted online. Wait, you haven't had that conversation with your parents and all your friends? Uh, no, no, I have not. <laughs> do you, and I nor do I plan. To. Do you know how you were conceived, Matt? No. <laughs> Well, you should ask I, your parents ask to make you a YouTube video I, for your birthday. Why would I ask? Yeah. <laughs> I would be literally mortified if I ever had that conversation. I would jump like in front of the nearest semi I could find to escape it. Why, have you had this conversation with your parents? No, I can't. I can't think of a single story about any of my siblings' conceptions. So, but and you know honestly, what? Now like, I'm by curious. By the time they got to you in the lineup, it, yeah. like, they don't even it was remember. Just like whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. was it? They do tell me I was an accident. So. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I can tell by your personality. I'm overcompensating for something. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, there was some big news announced today, hot off the press. Um, <sighs> Boz Lur. Oh man. Boz Lerman. Lerman. He's been trying That's to how cast good at Elvis. I know. Are, and like I just call him Boz. We're on a first name basis. So sorry. Yes. But he mm-hmm. has been trying to cast this Elvis biopic for a while. And it was just announced that the one, the only, Austin Butler. Do you know who that is? <laughs> I do know who that is for two reasons. Yeah. One, he is Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend. Yes, exactly. Which I think is the reason why anyone would uh, maybe have remembered yeah. him. And, and two, I saw him on a Broadway show once. Oh, wow. What so, show? Uh, the Iceman Cometh. Was it a musical? Which is not no? a musical. Oh, okay. No. Okay. So I have no real... Uh, <laughs> Knowledge on his singing yeah. chops, which feel like they would be important, but maybe right. they're doing the Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, thing that where you don't actually so well. have to sing. Yeah, I mean, I know him from the Carrie Diaries, which was the like prequel to the Sex in the City. It was on like CW for a hot minute there. It lasted like one season, and he played the love interest, and he was he was very attractive, and I was very into it. But it is interesting to think of him as like an Elvis character because Elvis one is like. You know, when he was famous, he was a little older, right? Like, I I don't know. And also, like, chunkier or thicker, you know what I mean? Like, like not such a pretty well, boy. My my one of my old roommates was an Elvis obsessive. Oh, okay. And would remind me very often that the Elvis that you have in your mind with, like, the pompadour and the uh-huh. white outfit was, like, sad, old, depressed, <laughs> drunk Elvis. And okay. that hot, young Elvis was a very different scenario so maybe they cast him to be Mm. young hot elvis and then they can just you know slap a like a (laughs) pillow around his stomach for the older scenes yeah well something to look forward to i mean what was boz's last movie he did really uh the great gatsby i think oh really unless there's something more recent than that oh that was a while ago that moulin rouge australia well yeah he's a good director but uh, uh yeah Elvis does seem a little bit strange. I mean, he likes musical things, but it's not a, it's like a true story. Right. So I don't know. He Like, how is he going to jazz it up necessarily? I mean, maybe he'll just make it sort of surrealism, you know, like Quentin Tarantino tells true stories, but without any truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. He can inglorious well, I'll be excited it. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Elvis kills Hitler. <laughs> yeah. It'll be In really the plot cool. Twist, you didn't yeah. see it coming. 
Another thing that was announced mm-hmm. this week was that HBO is launching a new <laughs> streaming platform, which is actually all of Warner Brothers' streaming platform. They oh. own HBO. So they're basically just beefing up HBO Go to be HBO Max, <laughs> which is going to have all the HBO stuff plus all of the Warner Brothers movies that's and then tv shows from tnt tbs cw cartoon network and the most buzzy headline is that they are the people who own the rights to friends so friends will be pulled off of netflix and put on this new streaming platform that warner brothers owns they also own the rights to the fresh prince of bel-air pretty little liars all of the dc movies all of the harry potter movies so there's a lot of stuff and people are saying, "Ugh, I don't want to buy another streaming uh-huh. service, but a lot of people already have HBO Go. So that kind of seems like a plus in this front, whereas like the Disney streaming service that we've talked about right. or the Apple streaming service are new things that you would have to buy on top of the stuff that you already have. Wait, so HBO Max is like included in HBO Go or it's like cheaper or they bundle it or what? I am not sure on the pricing. I couldn't really get a good grasp on that. Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's, I think that there are going to be different levels and that you can get HBO Go as it currently stands, which Mm -hmm. is just the HBO stuff, or you can get HBO Max, which is plus all of this extra stuff. I see. So there's, two different levels to okay okay but if you want all of this content and then also now all of that stuff will be taken off of hulu or netflix or wherever it previously lived which is also an interesting wrinkle do you think all of these new streaming sites will just lead to more pirated content I mean, I think that's definitely an option. There's already so much pirated stuff already. And when it's so available online and so easy to steal, I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily see the ease in having Mm -hmm. all of that. And I think one reason why people have Netflix or they have HBO Go rather than pirating the stuff is because, oh, it's easier to watch. It's easier to access. But if you get to the point where you have, you know, seven different streaming services that you're having to go between yeah, and trying to remember what's exactly. on what. It might be easier just to go to one <laughs> site that has all of the pirated yeah. stuff. Which we won't share so. here because it's not like we use it, you know? It's like... <laughs> no, yeah, never. Yeah, 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 never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> disavow. Disavow pirate <laughs> streamers. But it's just like, it's like they're single. Like, it's like, oh, this is the only way to watch Friends. And it's like... Won't it just push people? And I guess this will be an interesting way to see how lazy we are is if we'd rather spend the $10 a month to watch Friends or if people will just buy the DVD box sets for like $40 and be done with it, you know, because I have zero motivation to get HBO Max just because that's my only way to watch like, (laughs) I don't even know a single DC movie. Oh, I guess Wonder Woman would be the only thing to tempt me. But I own that on DVD and digital. So it's like, right. What's the point? And like, if you just are watching one thing, you could also rent it from Amazon. I think it will be interesting to see what people kind of land on as this new platform arises. Because I think that the stuff that they'd be most likely to pay for is the content that other people are talking about that's timely. Right. But with the pirating thing, you don't even... Like, you can watch Big Little Lies, you know, an hour after it's aired on HBO Go. So, 
yeah, what are you going to buy? And I, lots of people don't buy anything. They just leech off their parents or, you know, their ex-boyfriend's cousin or yeah. whoever it is. So Yeah, so we'll see if anyone makes a profit on these. But um, I, uh, I didn't want to bring it up, but Scarlett Johansson is back in the in the news. Um, she got chewed out a while ago because she was casted to play a trans man. People were like, um, why? And she pulled out and it was a whole thing. And um, she issued some tone deaf statements and then some, some weak apologies. But she has just been in a cover story for, I think, As If Magazine. And in it, she made this statement that was basically like, oh, yeah, like I, I think I should be allowed to play any person, any tree, any <laughs> animal, because like, that's what actors do. And again, it was just like, you can see her point, which is that, you know, they act, but it's totally tone deaf in the issue people took, which is that she's taking that role from someone who could use exposure, who could, who's not being cast in any other roles. And she's already making millions upon millions of dollars. So it's like maybe time to sit back and like check your privilege. So people chewed her out again um, with some funny comments and some sad points. And she had to issue another apology that was basically the classic celebrity. This was totally taken out of context and was manipulated by my interviewer for clicks. And the question wasn't about this like transgender role. It was about like the PC culture of film and, and where we think it's going. And so it's like, I just struggle to feel for her sometimes because she does just seem so disconnected from reality. Yeah, it's tricky because on one hand, I can see where she's coming from, that you're an actress. You like playing people who aren't yourself. That's why you got into this industry mm -hmm. and you don't want to get to the point where, oh, no, you have brown hair and that we need a blonde haired person or you know those kind of things like oh you're uh you were never a mother and you're playing a mother so we're gonna give this role to someone who was a mother uh -huh. but that being said there are also a lot of reasons why these roles should be given to people who are in minorities because they can't because for whatever reason people won't cast them as people outside right. themselves yeah so it's like if you're a asian man and they're not casting you in leading roles because you're Asian, then they shouldn't give the role <laughs> of an Asian person to a white person. Yeah. Because they are, you know, it's yeah. like they are already taking that spot from you. <laughs> right. So I can kind of see it both ways. Yeah. And I understand why she's keeps going back at this, but <laughs> it's like, you know how this is going to look. Yeah. If someone's in an interview and they're asking you about this and you know this is a hot button issue, I think you just go like, next question. <laughs> yeah. Because... If you're a celebrity, you know that anything you say, they can twist. Mm -hmm, you're sitting mm -hmm. down there for an hour long, two hour long interview, and they're going to pick six pull quotes for this yeah. story. So you know they're going to be <laughs> taking stuff out of context. If you want to talk about this complicated subject at length, like, I don't know, post a YouTube video <laughs> that you can edit yourself. That you don't would need be to go amazing. through one of these weird magazines. Yes. But more celebrities should vlog. I think that would really benefit our podcast and the world at large. I, I can't wait for that day. Well, Will Smith's doing it. <laughs> yeah, so. look at that. So much rich content. But yeah, I think it's just like interesting to look at ScarJo, 
who's sort of like digging her heels in, not willing to listen to the other side, really, versus like Emma Stone, who can playfully rib herself for taking that Asian role and kind of move on and no one's holding it against her anymore. Whereas Scarlett Johansson remains a joke because she's constantly like doing stuff that shows she doesn't really care about diversity or understanding the issue. Maybe she's just taking it a little too personally. Uh, oh, Scarlett jo. Johansson. Yeah. Well, she has a black widow prequel movie. Yeah. Movie, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's living high on the hog and has loads of yeah, money. Exactly. So we can't feel too, Sorry for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have any other news? I mean, we could talk about the big little lies controversy that's going on, mm. but I don't know exactly how interesting <laughs> that is. Just I'll give a quick rundown for yeah. people who who don't know anything about this. So the first season of Big Little Lies was shot by the man Jean-Marc Vallée, who also did Sharp Objects, and it's shot in a very unique style mm-hmm. that if you've watched the first season, you can easily identify for the second season they got this uh, i believe she's british mm-hmm. woman named andrea arnold to come in and shoot the second season and they told her up front we want each of these seasons to be shot by a different director so it's going to be a different style uh, the script she isn't writing but you're shooting it you know you're in charge great so she comes in does it apparently has a great time filming and gets along really well with all the cast. They've posted on social media that they loved having her as the director, etc. Everything seems to be hunky-dory. Until the writer, David E. Kelly, and the production people at (laughs) HBO decide that they want the second season to look like the first season did. Mm -hmm. But it's a different director, and they weren't (laughs) shooting in the same way. So they had to bring back in the first director to edit the second season so it's all choppy and weird looking because the shots aren't uh, are being put together in a way that it wasn't intended when they were actually Mm. filmed and then they had to go back and do reshoots (laughs) where the second director andrew arnold technically had to be on set for him but she wasn't actually shooting anything because they needed the old guy to shoot the retakes Mm -hmm. so that's really strange and then basically she has slowly been pried off the projects where really she has no creative control in the editing room and they have like 17 credited editors on some of these episodes and it's sort of turning into a hot mess and also kind of a uh like discrimination thing because they brought in this woman to shoot a show that's all female leads and then basically uh rewrote it and made a man do everything. So uh, there's a lot of Twitter drama yeah. uh, unfolding behind the scenes. And do we know like why they decided to step back on her? Like what did something happen or they just kind of made this last minute decision? Well, supposedly this was always the plan and they just hmm. didn't really relay it to her, oh, I guess. And it was like some kind of weird communication thing where she plan. thought she was going to have control. They had planned to kind of edit it in this way huh. from the jump. And then once they saw the footage that she had filmed, they realized that wouldn't work. So they had to go back and do all of these reshoots. Yeah. But it it's it's very strange. Yeah that they wouldn't have communicated this better. So you recently watched the first season. So, cause for me, I saw the first time I haven't rewatched it. So I didn't really notice anything. I felt like this season was struggling with story and character more than design. So have you noticed maybe more since you watched them so close together? I, I think that it's just that some of the story elements are 
oddly positioned because they're trying to edit in this way where the first season everything felt so cohesive and this season there's just a lot of like what is like (laughs) what exactly is happening what there's these weird scenes that seems kind of unconnected from anything Mm -hmm. that you feel like might have served more of a purpose if she had been able to control it like there's one scene in particular of shailene woodley's character just randomly dancing on a beach that feels <laughs> so out of place in like the first or second episode yeah and looking at it now it's like oh that was probably like part of something or <laughs> yeah. whatever but they needed to chop it up for this style so now it's kind of by itself and doesn't fit any real purpose mm-hmm. it's very weird yeah yeah it's been sort of an interesting season so it's sort of validating to see that there was some behind the scenes drama which is too bad has hbo like issued a statement about it because it was sort of like an expose wasn't it that got released about how they did her dirty yeah I don't think there's anything super concrete. It's just a lot of like friends of (laughs) so-and-so sources close to this person. I don't think anything official has been said. Well, it's coming to an end. So we'll see if they re if they do a third season or just give up the ghost. But what a ride. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see because I feel like if you do one season and it's just like a one season thing, which is what they had planned originally, mm-hmm. that looks one way. Yeah. But then when you're turning <laughs> it into a series, you're probably yeah. not thinking, oh, we're just going to do two seasons. Right. So I would imagine totally. that they're planning for at least a third. Right. But with all this backlash, I don't know if all of those actresses would sign on, but maybe mm-hmm. they're already contracted to. It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to figure out, but um, should we, do you have any other stories or? No, but I have a love it. <laughs> yeah. What is it? So... I'm sure that everyone at this point has heard the song Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. <laughs> oh, but yeah. they have recently released a remix with Justin Bieber, and it is <laughs> so good. I have listened to it 900 times. Really? It's just, yeah, it just like gets in your ear, and I, I don't, I feel like it's such a good song. And I know that it's the most basic thing in the world, but I'm <laughs> so did you, you like know, Justin Bieber is good. Did you like the original or this is just above and beyond? I like the original. And then this, I think, is a little bit better because it's more interesting. Uh-huh. And also like Justin Bieber can sort of do no wrong. I feel like <laughs> you can throw him onto any track and it just yeah. works. No, he, he has yeah, songs with all kinds of random people mm-hmm. and they're always good yeah that's true like when was his last album he hasn't had an album in forever (laughs) and yet it's the one with sorry on it which i think is maybe four or five years ago but he is consistently on songs in the top 10 just because he's in these things with ed sheeran and with dj Khaled and whoever else and they're always good yeah so i'll have to listen to it i didn't i don't really get billy eilish i don't think like i I, it's oh, not yeah, my either. vibe. So that song was like, it's just, yeah. But I'll check out the Justin Bieber. Maybe he he popularizes it for my my shallow taste buds. 
makes it a little yeah, more she's palatable. she's a very strange person. <laughs> yeah. I also was like, is there something shady here with them releasing this right after the Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift drama? And then them <laughs> kind of like displacing her on the uh, Billboard charts because she didn't do really oh, well with this single. But then I was also like, no, Matthew, you're just thinking too much yeah, into this. Yeah, you are. You're thinking harder than any Swiftie Shelby is I've like seen. incepting you. <laughs> Oh, that is I, fully I not haven't true. Seen Some any... Swifty has already well, thought maybe, of this. Well, maybe, but I'm on Swiftish Twitter a lot, and I haven't seen anyone be like, Justin Bieber's so shady for doing this. So, I mean, maybe they just aren't listening. So, I'll check it out, though. I'm not that much of a stan. I'll, I'll listen to his, his work. I, I don't like him as a person, but I do like his music. So, I guess I'm a hypocrite. Well, that's that's every singer. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a hate it to balance out your love it this week. It's been a while since I've had a hate it, I feel like. And I'm really disappointed in this one because I really wanted to love it. But I went and saw the new, I don't know, horror disaster crawl, which we mentioned once in our trailer review. It's about the (laughs) hurricane and this girl is trapped in her house with her dad and these alligators start to hunt them. And so it has actually done really well in the box office for what it is. It has like 80%. And great reviews. Yeah, it's gotten such great reviews. I was so stoked. Like this has been my most anticipated film of this half of the year. And I was so ready to love it. Because I love like, I love monster movies. I love disaster flicks. Like I love a good laugh. So like Deep Blue Sea, Anaconda, those sort of ridiculous films always get to me. But this one just didn't have any fun in it. And it was just like gore <laughs> that it just seemed like there wasn't like the campiness I was expecting. It was mostly just illogical alligator attacks. And I kind of felt like they they tried they did that thing where they tried to give like an emotional backstory, you know, like it's about Ugh, this girl and his it. father's like relationship. And there's like metaphors or something that never really work, but they're like just slapping them on. No. <laughs> and so it just didn't work because I felt like they could have just taken a little bit more time to make it a little more fun. And then and then it would have been in that same like. I don't know, sort of campy horror move. But instead, it was just like kind of a slasher film, but just with alligators and none of the fun of like, you know, I don't know, Halloween or something. So I was just disappointed. And it was also just full of stupid people. It made every person in Florida look like a complete and utter moron. And so it just like it wasn't but it wasn't self-aware enough to make that funny you know so I was really I wanted it to be stupider I think instead it was just like boringly stupid you know what I mean (laughs) there's a delicate line there I had no desire to see this movie (laughs) and I was worried that when it was getting good reviews that you were going to force me to but now I'm I'm glad you hate it so that I don't have to see it I mean you might like it like I don't know that's the thing is this was basically catered for me if I had put my desires into a movie generator it probably would have pulled up killer alligators during a hurricane but for whatever reason like they didn't lean into it enough like Deep Blue Sea is just so bad and so hilarious and they have so much fun with it Whereas this was like, they really tried to make it like realistic, but then offered no motivation for why these alligators <laughs> would be do behaving this way in very non-alligator-like ways. And so 
I want you to see it because I want to talk about it with someone. I really do. I just need to unpack it. I need to unpack Didn't it and Rob rewrite see it. it. Somebody <laughs> has to have gone and seen it down there. Yeah, Rob thought we had a good discussion on the way home. It's an in. It's like it's interesting because it's been so well reviewed that I'm sort of like I I want people to watch it. But I also didn't like it, so I can't recommend it. So, <laughs> mm, the old catch twenty two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, spoiler alert: that's not in my top ten. So on the episode this week, you uh, you won't be hearing any more about it. So, yeah. On Thursday, we're going through our top ten movies of twenty nineteen so far. Yeah. Uh, we've we're halfway through the year and a lot of movies have come out. We've seen a lot of movies, a lot of bad movies, some <laughs> yeah. good movies. Way and we are going to ones. tell you about our top 10 favorites, which I'm sure Shelby will load full of crap. <laughs> and I will be bringing you gooey good morsels. Yeah, but... maybe. I mean, I don't want to pretend that, that I know. I think some of these are going to end up in the bottom of my list by the end of the year. But it's just, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, stay tuned, everybody, because on Thursday, that's what we are bringing you. But until then, you can follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong, and we will see you guys on Thursday. Bye.